did it's that like a one. teddy bear like blasting yeah, into yeah, outer yeah. space purple and, that, and pink and i and... think that was the last time he used that teddy bear uh imagery mm. because like for the first his first three albums like the teddy bear was like him and i felt and i almost sent and i almost interpreted it as like uh he's graduating to the next level and then that's why like the next albums looked different yeah. on the cover like the first one was like uh like college dropout or whatever and it was like him as like a teddy bear and then the next one was like late registration and it was still the teddy bear and then like graduation had that one and it was like the trilogy had been complete at that point right right you know right. What I mean? um am i doing what's this your right? favorite yeah you're good okay what's your favorite um kanye album Ooh. If you have to pick one. Yeah. I actually do have one, and that's an easy answer for me. I love 808s and Heartbreak. Same. Really? I was not expecting you Fuck to fucking yeah. say that. Most people, it's an afterthought. I love it. Dude, I it's love so that different. one. That one's like, I love that one so much because he made a concept album, you know? And not to say that the previous albums weren't great. They were so amazing, groundbreaking hip hop albums and great in their own right. But 808s and Heartbreak, he was like trying something different. And in fact, you can almost say that he, you know, even though already T Pain had existed by that point. You wanted something. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. You wanted something. He, in, a, in effect, kind of popularized that sort of like singing with auto tune kind of thing and using almost like auto-tune as an instrument not as like a way of just literally tuning one's voice and giving it that effect but he would right. kind of like hum you know yeah. and like use that almost as like kind of give this like this fuzzy distorted effect like it was a guitar almost it looked it sounded kind of like a yeah. electric guitar effect um and uh that was like you can you can kind of trace that all i mean like if it weren't for that album i don't think travis scott would have existed completely you majority know? of these artists that are relying heavily on auto-tune and have that sound, it's all because of 808s and Heartbreaks, in my opinion, as well. My favorite song from that album is, is actually uh, Robocop with Lil Wayne. Oh, I love that. Doom, doom, boom, boom, Robocop. Damn. Stop. Drop. Roll. Stop. Something, something. Robot. Ah, fuck, we don't know it, but we know the melody. It's so good. I want to play it, but we're going to get taken down on fucking... Instagram, right? Or oh, YouTube. yeah, yeah. They won't let us play music, they, I think, They won't. Right? Unless you, like, pitch shift it to a crazy, you know, shift. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it sounds like Chipmunk singing it. So I was going to show you oh. something on my computer, but now it's like, it, it needed to update, and now it won't start. So. I actually thought it might be we'll cool just... if you showed me the True Family poster live on camera. Oh, okay. That'd be kind of cool. You know what I'll do? I think I have it on my phone. I can... I can like airdrop it to you. My phone, my computer's being be temperamental f- right now. My phone is recording, but that would be. Oh, you can do the computer. No, that's the thing. I yeah, can, yeah, I, let's I do can, it. Let's I do it. I can do it to your computer. Uh, this is kind of harsh today, isn't it? It is a little bit. Right. It's a little more tobacco y. You know what it is? It's I put roaches in it. I broke down some of the oh, leftover weed, which means makes, there's resin and there's a lot of stuff going on. That makes sense. That certainly makes sense. I'm excited. Today's our first day we're going to go out and get some content in the field. We're going to have our inaugural Side Talk LA. I'm an idiot, dude. What does inaugural mean? Like, initial. 
Oh, like, the, like the one that starts us off. That's why, like, a presidential inauguration. Got it. It's like stupid. It's like initiating him. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's like the same thing. It's like initial. It's like, see, that's the weird thing about English is like there's so many different ways to say the same thing. But I will say what's interesting about the English language is you can be more specific with it than any other language that I've that I've known or or learned. You know, like for example, like in Persian, you can use the same word for many different meanings, and it changes depending on the context. But like in English, there's very specific different words for like different contexts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it you can't use the same one because for some reason, just the way we're like conditioned or the way that we've you know been exposed to it or like how we're used to it. It it like sounds redundant using the same word for like a specific context, whereas like you know for example like you don't say it's like the presidential initiation, you know. That wouldn't sound right. Yeah, you're right. But it only wouldn't sound right because we're so used to hearing inauguration. Right, but I want to say like I don't even know the word in Farsi actually, but uh, I want to say it's probably the same word for for inauguration as it is to like initiate someone. You know what I mean? This is different, but I still fuck up theirs. Theirs? Oh my god! Like three different theirs. Why? Why? So like T H E I R E R E E apostrophe. I'm sorry. What is it? It's E Y. E Y apostrophe R. That one makes the most sense because it's they are. Okay, so here's the E R. Here's an easy way to remember it. Here's an easy way to remember it. There, T H E R E. Okay. Place. Okay. There. It's there. There, T H E I R, it's possessive. It's their thing. It's not easy. I've heard this it's their thing. my possessive, whole life. Possessive, and then T H Y apostrophe R E is a contraction. They are. Yes, that much yeah. I know. The they are is easy, but it's the E R. You'd be surprised. I'm never you're, gonna you're, not a, you're not alone because to this day, I still see a lot of like your and like you are like uh, mix ups. You know, like, oh, you're so cool, but they've spelled it as you're, like, you're possessive. Like, Y-O-U-R, instead of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? I do. The apostrophe is a little easier to, to make sense of. Yeah. Because, because it's, like, it's okay, just like, it takes that's the place you of, are yeah, or they yeah. are. But the other ones are fucked. <laughs> <sighs> so fucked. Oh, man. Okay, so we got to narrow down what questions we're going to ask these people. All right, so you sent me... A list of some things. I liked your questions so far. I'm like, and I haven't even thought of any. So are these they are too serious. So, so these ones are great to start start with. No, you know what? They're actually a good blend of like potentially like ice breaking slash like provocative. You know what I mean? Because if someone just approaches you on the street and asks you these, you're like, oh well, like. <laughs> like I can just already see it like they like have like a nervous laugh or something and they're like oh I don't, I don't know you know what I mean <laughs> right. like this specific one like are women as smart as men like you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a lot of interesting ones like you're gonna get the ones where it's like maybe you'll find like one of those very very feminist like uh, social justice warriors that are like uh, you know like of course they are. Right. You know, like, of co- why would you even ask that? Right. Of course, you know? Of course. Of, co- of course. Maybe they're even smarter, you know? Right. I just want to know what people think. 
I actually think in some ways they could be smarter. Here it goes. They could be. Here's my first guy. <laughs> it depends. It always, it, you know, that's the funny thing, and and that's why I think that you're gonna get some interesting responses, and we'll we'll have a lot of fun with that because there is no real way to make like a general. Oh shit! I hit this. Uh, there's no way to make like a general statement because everyone's different, right? Right. I've known some idiotic ass dudes sure you know and i've also known right very <laughs> yeah. you're sitting next to one but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i've also known you know some some pretty uh some pretty intelligent ones and and the same goes for of for course, girls course, as well you know but the uh, argument is um i believe that they are equal in terms of I, no, I, intellectual I, capacity for sure um, I think it's all it all depends so I think actually every single person unless like there's you know a documentable you know m- mental defect or something um I don't know if that's like politically correct to say but <laughs> it is today we're, we we're we're just going to forego all that Let's go uh I think in terms of intellectual capacity, there is a relatively even playing field depending on how how much you choose to work at it, you know? Same thing with talent. Sure, there's like predispositions. Some people are just like, so certain things just come to them naturally. Michael right? Jackson. Yeah, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. I was just re-watching the Michael Jordan documentary, interestingly enough. Basically another, all another, the Michaels. Yeah, another, another goat MJ. How is it that so you know what I was thinking of one time? Sorry, there's a little tangent, but I was thinking I like, like why are there so many greats in the world with the uh initials MJ? Like Magic Johnson, Damn. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. I mean Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson, that's already crazy because it's, it's like they're two Michaels, you know? How are there two Michaels that are the best at what they are? With the similar last name too. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Jackson, <laughs> you know, and then Johnson. Slave names. That's <laughs> I mean, sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. Low key, you know. Um. But, okay, but my only pushback is, uh-huh. why aren't women killing it more? That I want to say is just due to. So it's like you said, we're all equal in terms of intellectual capacity for the most part. You know, obviously there's nuances here and there, but uh, there the opportunities are not necessarily equal. I don't you know, know if what I, I mean? agree with that. I, I know what you mean. But I don't know if I agree with that. What, why? I want to see. I want to hear your take. I think best person gets the job. I think the reason why women aren't killing it at the level that men are, and by killing it, I mean like self-made billionaires, right. really. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's only a handful of them. Yeah. But they're all men for the most right. part, right? For, I mean, majority for sure. Yeah. You know. Um, I think different interests, which Jordan Peterson goes over all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think men and women naturally have different interests, but I also think they have to compete against men too. No, for sure, and that's the thing. Uh, so it's not that it's like it's 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 not getting the opportunities. They have to compete against us, and we're not just going to lay over and allow these women to 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 necessarily like, beat us and like repl- and like you know yeah. like uh, you know. I guess uh, we're going to fight. Yeah, well, men well, have I, always fought. I was going to say. Traditionally and historically, men have always been in positions of power too. 
So due to that, due to maybe like an inherent bias, let's say there's like someone that like a powerful person in a, you know, you know, in a very top position in a company or like, you know, some kind of a billionaire or whatever, what have you has the opportunity to maybe, you know, take some kind of apprentice under their wing, right? I almost feel like nine times out of 10, maybe more, maybe more than 90% of the time, uh, they'd be more inclined to choose like the male candidate, especially if they are male. You know what I mean? That's fair. Plus, there's also a, a, a number of other things that go along with it too. It's like, there's also this sort of like weird dynamic, I feel, where it's it's almost questionable to, you know, want to want to have like this this person that's like that you're taking under your wing be like a female if you're a male because there's like this n automatic suspicion like oh what are you what are your intentions there you know what okay. i mean so there's also especially that too. she's attractive oh yeah for sure let's keep it real no yeah and 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 that's all and that's you know obviously a big thing especially with like what we saw with like the whole like me too thing where it's like there were there were a lot of those men in power were like oh yeah, you can get to the next level of your career if you do so, X, yeah. Y, and Z. But I do me. think we're you know talking I mean? about in the workplace. Mm -hmm. We're living in a society now where you can create your own opportunities. You can create your own businesses. I, I mean, I think you'd actually be surprised, especially with what you're talking about now, where there are a lot, especially in the last 10, 20, 30 years, especially in that time, there are a lot more women killing it. You know, to to use yeah. that terminology, there are so many. Like, I mean, compared to me, I'm just no. comparing them to the oh. billionaires of the world. Oh, for sure. For sure. Where I mean, are they? Maybe they're millionaires, which is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, yeah, I'll take a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, you got like, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking the girl like, from Bumble. That, oh, oh, she. I didn't know that. I didn't know about her. Yeah, I was gonna say like, you know, easy, easy answer, but like Kardashians. Fem You're right. Female I, always, billionaires. I always leave them out because yeah. I don't necessarily respect I know, I, how they I got it. I, I know. I don't either. And that's the thing. But at the same time, you know, the the facts don't lie, I guess. You know, the, 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 the pay stubs don't lie. You know, as much as we, we would, you know, want to, I guess, like, not acknowledge them, they are still in that position. You know, they're still in that tax bracket. Yeah. Right? So, and then there's that. The, you got, like, the Beyonce's of the world. Um, you know, she's. I a, guess you're right. Yeah, Oprah. Oprah, Oprah, definite billionaire. You know, and you already. I you guess got, you're right. What the already, fuck am I talking already about? You got two two women of color on that list. Too, Let's go. Which is, which is great. Um, they and, had to make an entertainment, which is a whole nother argument. But yes, I mean, hey, you know, it, how you get it is how you get. Yeah, it. how you get it doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter, especially yeah. in America. You know, um, but the wasps of the world, it feels like they. Like, does that but, make sense? But, but here, that see, this is the thing about that. It's even almost more impressive for like the people like Beyonce or the people like Oprah because they completely forged their entire career themselves. For like the wasps of the world, it's like old money that's like handed down yeah, that true. gives you an advantage. Of course, if you're starting off, like for example, like Trump, you know, hmm. like he's like, oh yeah, I got like a small loan of like a million dollars, you know, from my dad. What you know, like oh yeah, small loan. That's not. That's no small yeah. loan. Yeah. Like obviously, if you give me or you a million dollars, we're gonna make like the next freaking like industry or Let's whatever. Go. You know what I mean? Elon Musk, dad yeah. had a lot of money. Yeah. Jeff no. Bezos, his father. Oh yeah. I mean, Mark like Zuckerberg's dad. 
No, you're right. Yeah, because like what? Like Zuckerberg was going to Harvard. The his be- his the, dad is a huge thing. dentist, and so is his mom, I believe. Oh, really? Well, yeah. there you go. I mean, like, not to say that they didn't work hard to get to where they were, right? But, you know, obviously a kid going to Harvard has significantly more advantages than someone who's just literally, like, I mean, yeah, of course he dropped out, but, and that was like a testament to, like, his, you know, his genius and, like, I mean, his, like, vision or whatever. Like, he he was honestly, like, confined by school. Same with, like, Bill Gates or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, the Steve Jobs and yeah, the Bill Gates yeah, of the yeah. world, you know? And I that what's funny is uh, this whole topic reminds me of <laughs> this meme that's like, oh, yeah, all these great companies started from a garage. Apple, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, Disney. They all started from a garage. What's your excuse? And then someone has, like, tweeted underneath I don't have a garage. Aha! <laughs> I mean, like, even that, honestly, yeah. like... Or a million-dollar seed money right? from yeah. daddy. Right? I mean, like, even just having a home with, like, its own garage is still a, a huge advantage. That's true. You know what I mean? But then, you know, it's... I think you're right in the sense that, especially in this country, like, historically, I mean, especially with in the last like 50 years or so you can if you work like if if you're just like insanely obsessed at it i'm i have no doubt that the human mind can accomplish whatever it gets just fixated on you know what i mean if there's something that you're living and breathing every day i mean of course like not to oversimplify anything because like there might be a lot of different factors involved but i also have no doubt that if you are that fixated and are that obsessed you will find a way yeah. you know what i mean yeah you'll find it it may be a lot harder for sure than your white counterpart not to make it you know racial no no i mean but, th- that's um, that's not inaccurate but at you all. get it done no that's not inaccurate I believe at all. you get it done definitely um hmm, interesting yeah. <sighs> what's next i don't know i don't have necessarily talk a point sometimes when i'm do like when i do a impromptu podcast like this uh-huh. i will go just to like um a news source and okay, do like yeah. live yeah, news. yeah yeah i like that what's a good news source that's free because all these things have a pay have a paywall now new york ah. times la times it's all paywall now you can check um, I think huffington post actually you can check like apple news and see what like quick little things it directs you to here let's see what Let's see what's on Ooh, on Apple News. The Wi-Fi is giving me problems. Fuck. We can even we can even uh, talk about one of your ideas for like the questions. Totally, let's do it. See, like you, ha- we we already kind of went through our women as smart as men. What do you do for a living? That's like more for like people out there. Are you happy? That's a really interesting question. Yeah, That's a loaded question. It is. If I've ever heard one, are you happy? You know what my you, answer would be? You want to you take that one? Let's see. My answer, yeah, honestly, yeah. would be that every moment is different for me. Mm-hmm. It's not even every day. It's like, it's moment to moment Dude. for me, personally. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's actually the most, I guess, sensible answer. Because what what do you define as, like, happiness? We all live in a series of moments. How could you possibly be, like universally happy through everything i think it's more so like are you at least i i guess like what i would like to be asked 
as like an alternative would be like are you fulfilled because like happiness is like happiness is like yeah in some moments i'm happy you know and then some moments it's like some moments i I could be really down you know and then and that's the thing life is just like a series of you know ups and downs and like it's a collection change, of moments changes of mo- uh, changes of emotions and moments you can't pause it's not even realistic obviously happiness <laughs> wouldn't exist if sadness didn't exist you have to have the two to have like a reference point you know you have to have experienced sadness to know happiness and vice versa right yeah. but i but i like your answer too because I, I i think that's the probably the best answer you could possibly give because it really just depends on the moment you know so now i will i'll ask you a follow-up do you feel like the majority of your time would you characterize yourself as like i guess for lack of a better term would you characterize yourself as a happy person probably not really no if i'm gonna be honest okay let's let's get let's get real there's there's cups that need (laughs) to be filled for Mm -hmm. me personally Mm -hmm. which is um, probably number one, my relationship with my daughter. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then number two, I think financial stability would just bring me happiness because I wouldn't have to just stress on um, you know, like just like every the, the bill is a problem, yeah. and that that's not a good way to live. No, absolutely. You know, it's just a constant, like, cloud over me. So once I can get out of that, I feel like I will be free um, mentally to give my time, you know, and my energy more to my daughter. But I know they're not mutually exclusive and I can do Mm -hmm. both at the same time. Um, No, but I I think it's difficult for me. Absolutely, your financial situation, you know, plays a huge part on giving you, like, like facilitating the ability or like the freedom to do more of the things that you want to do because you're not worried about like oh i have to make this bill yeah. or like i have to like uh you know make this car payment or like this mm-hmm. insurance you know like things like that or like my rent and things yeah. like that or like my electricity and all this kind of stuff it's like it, it also reminds me of this funny quote that's like uh you know money doesn't buy happiness but it's much more preferable to be miserable in a Mercedes than like a yeah. than like a shit than like a bicycle. You know what I, I know. mean? I know. You know, I'd rather cry in a Mercedes yeah. steering wheel than cry on my bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because because it's, at it's, least it's completely at, true. <laughs> because at least if you have like and it's the reason and it's no wonder they call it like material comfort or like financial you know, like I'm financially comfortable. Yeah. You know? Because that has a huge influence on your state of being. Which is like a whole different thing that we can talk about. I don't even believe in, like, I don't necessarily believe in, like, the financial or, like, economic system that we have because I feel like it kind of just, like, results in people, like, overworking themselves. And especially the the societal structure and, like, the culture that we have in America, it's, like, it's very different than other countries, especially in, like, Europe, for example. Like, you know, you, you might hear it all the time. It's like, oh, yeah over there people like uh you know they work so they can they work to live and then over here we live to work you know what i mean because we're just like we're just constantly working all the time i've been butchering that saying for years (laughs) i've said that we 
work to work. We work to work. <laughs> what an idiot. Honestly, you're not wrong. Golly. You're honestly not no, even far Live off. to work is so much better. It's like profound. Yeah, because... And that's kind of true. Especially New York. Yeah, I mean, dude. Godly, look. New York is something different. LA, we're a little more laxed. Mm-hmm. We can go to the beach. You know, there's a beach culture here, which is innately more laxed. But New York, man, I'm sure you've been there before. Oh, yeah, yeah. In New York, everyone's stressed out. And it's funny, they like kind of like almost embrace that. You know, like everyone's tense in New York. Like, I'll oh, get the fuck out of the way. Like, I'm walking here. You know, I'm walking here. You know? Everyone's just like super tense. Yeah. They even have like a funny quote about that. Like in New York, <laughs> if someone says fuck you, they mean like they mean fuck you. Uh-huh. But in LA, if someone says if someone wants to tell you to fuck off, they say let's get lunch. Cause everyone here is just so like people pleasy and fake. You know what I yeah. mean? Everyone you know, in New York is just so direct. I like, don't like that fake that fake stigma that's around LA. I think we we have to nip that in the bud. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. LA is a transient city. Mm-hmm. So it's everybody who comes here from South Dakota and Utah and all these yeah. random states trying to make it big in Hollywood who give L.A. a bad name. Us locals, I don't think we're that bad. I honestly don't think so either. And I think we almost have to – it's almost like the responsibility is on us to kind of like set an example in a way. Like I actually – I mean like without like – you know, sounding so full of myself, I actually feel like it's my, like, I actually feel like it's a duty to, like, like you said, kind of, like, dispel that sort of stigma. Because also, I'm just, like, this is just, like, a personal thing of mine, but, like, I'm also just, like, obsessed with just being, like, super real. I don't even, I don't care. Like, I'll be an open book. You want to ask me anything about my life? I'll fucking tell you. I love it. You want to know how I'm really doing? I'll really get into it, you know? I'll, like, I mean, like, you know, if you have time, I'll fucking get into it. We know, have like, time. You know? We have but like, time. But, uh, like, if someone says, like, oh, like, how are you really doing? Like, of course, like, our first response to everything is, like, oh, how are you doing? Like, oh, good, you know? Like, no one's going to sit there and be like, ah, you know, like, to be honest, uh, Tommy, I'm just I'm just really going through it right now. Everyone would be like, uh, yeah, I got to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no one wants to sit and hear that. But I think, like... By the way, can... I hate that question, by the way. What? How are you doing? You paid it. Yeah. I've hated it since I was a kid. Really? I'm like, what do you mean? How am I doing? You, yeah. That's not... I've also had weird hate feelings about it, too. Because you almost automatic, like an automatic response. You have just be, oh, yeah, good. How are you? Oh, good. You know? You could just be, like, we could almost replace that with, like, hey, good to see you. You know? I like that so good much to see better. You. What's up, so man? Good to see better. you. you know? How are you doing? How are you it's doing? It's a loaded question, but you don't mean it to be loaded. It's like, I almost feel like we don't need to go sit doing. down at like a coffee shop or like at a bar and like have like a drink ready so then we can finally be like, so, so how are you doing though? Honestly, yeah. tell me. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like just kind of like glossing over it with a, oh yeah, good. You know, it just doesn't do yeah. the question justice. You know? And today it, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Well, good. Love that. Love to hear it. But every day's different, and every yeah. moment's different. Well, you look great. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> the hair's on point. I appreciate that. I need to get rebraided. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, that's another thing, too, is, you know, is me personally, I think I put too much into, um, I only find happiness if I f- look good to me, mm-hmm. you know? Dude, I mean. If I don't have a haircut, honestly, I'm depressed. <laughs> like, I swear to God. I'm like I'm, I I don't feel good at all. But as soon as I get that haircut, 
No, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you don't feel like comfortable in your own skin kind of Dude, a feeling, right? It's so sad. I mean, I've said this before. Sometimes I can't even look at myself in the mirror. Like, I, I don't look at myself in the eyes. Oh, come on. I swear to God. Sometimes. Why? I don't but know. See, but see, you're also your own I'm worst critic. I'm also shamed. You're also your own worst critic. That's though. not even a physical thing. That's not a physical thing. That's like sometimes I'm ashamed of, I don't know, maybe like the man that I've become to this point. Whoa. Deep. You know? <laughs> I need to do better. I need to do better. And, you know, it, I we rationalize as people. Well, it could always be worse, or at least I'm not that guy or right. that girl, whatever. But the standards that I hold for myself are just, I guess, much they're they're high, and I'm not reaching them just yet. But I mean, you know, that's whatever. good. It's good that you think that way because you, in a way, that is a reflection of you wanting to constantly improve yourself. You know, I actually think that's better. You know, I mean, obviously you're an artist, so like, of course you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a little more emo, as we say. You know, like, that's what it is. Know, like, I'm fucking no, but that, emo. But that's the thing. Like, your sense, <laughs> your sensitivity results. I mean, in my opinion, your sensitivity and your heightened emotionality is like. I think it results in you being a better person because you you have a little more self awareness. You have more self awareness, and you're and you're. Think and you're reflecting upon it, and you're thinking like, how can I be better? How can I do better? How can I be better? That's way that's way more preferable than someone being like, oh, I'm I'm perfect, and I don't need to do any work on myself. You know, like look at myself. Oh my god, I'm like just like super obsessed with themselves, like super vain and like narcissistic, and just being like, oh my, I'm like the best human there is, and like there's no work that needs to be done with me. You know what I mean? And that's just like that's not a good way to live. Yeah, but people because we're all we're we're a constant work in progress. I feel like I'm no I'm different. Like I going back to the moment to moment thing. I'm literally I feel like I'm different and more wise with every moment that passes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even the same person I was last week. I'm not the same person I was last month. I feel like I'm I'm tr- I'm consciously mm-hmm. trying to be better. You know, which is why we can't hold people accountable sometimes of their failures in the past or like mistakes. I should say right. Because to your yeah, point, I mean, people grow. Oh, we absolutely. have to be more forgiving as a society. Oh, I, I 100% agree because if you're Which quick, means cancel culture, yeah. fuck you. Oh, yeah. Cancel culture <laughs> down the drain. You know, I'm, I'm just as progressive and, you know, open and, and inclusive as the next guy. But I don't believe... I feel like cancel culture. We're gonna get into it right now. Uh oh, slippery slope we're topic. Into it. Slippery we're slope into topic. And eh, eh, trigger, and it's been trigger o- warning. Well, it's been over talked too. Everybody talks <laughs> yeah, yeah, about cancel yeah, culture, yeah. so we, can, we don't have to spend too much time on it. But um, no, but yeah, yeah. just to touch just be, on that, just to be more forgiving. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree because that is just fundamentally, I think, opposed to everything that it's supposedly trying to stand for. Because if you're trying to be more inclusive, why are you like looking and digging in the past and like trying to find ways to like basically rob people of like their livelihood or like have them fall? I think this is actually a very, a very misguided thing not to get like too, not to go like too far into this, but like it's it's a misguided uh, concept and thing that we do as a society now i mean like we as i mean you know greater society now obviously you and me but like <laughs> like the the whole like you know woke mob like cancel culture whatever you <laughs> want to call it it's like i think it actually stems from like this really bad place of almost like not like un 
unaddressed, I guess, like jealousy almost because it's like, you know, like it's like that, that saying like, oh, like we love to watch the mighty fall, you know, it's like people literally going out of their way. It's like sometimes I'm like, dude, where did you find this? You know, where did you find this like 10 year old tweet? Where did you find that like 12 year old video on YouTube or on like somebody's Facebook? Like what like what kind of time are you spending to try and like tear someone down instead of just trying to realize that like, oh, they like there's a good chance that they're probably not that person that they were 10 years ago. We aren't definitely dude. Like there's no way. And like Bill Burr actually says a uh, has has like a funny um take on this in his recent stand-up he's like we're all a product of our time you know so like that whole thing where it's like you want to go and like cancel like people from like 50 60 years ago it's like dude how the hell were they supposed to know (laughs) that they were being intolerant you know that's not an excuse it's just that it's it was so prevalent at the time their minds just couldn't fathom anything else you know what i mean Obviously, yeah, there were people who were more tolerant and things like that. But like, you know, for example, it's like he like he says this thing about like how like Sean Connery had said that, uh, you know, he he gives he gives like people he gives like women a little backhand if they're being like uh, if they're being like hysterical or whatever. Now, I don't advocate that at all. But like. I mean, what you're going to just like say that he was like a terrible person because he said that, you know, like. And this is also another thing too. It's like, it's it, it goes back to that whole thing. Now we'll get like a little biblical with you. Okay. Like, it, it goes back. I to like that, this kind it, of stuff. It goes back to that whole thing where it's like, you know, he who is without sin cast the first stone. It's like, why are you so ready to judge other people? Like, are you perfect that you're fucking judging other people? You know, like that just doesn't. It, it, like nobody is perfect. Like everyone's made mistakes in their lives. And going back to what you were saying, it's like. We make mistakes, we grow, and, like, we should be able to grow. We should be given the chance to show that we've grown. It's, like, you know, no one no one just, like, comes out of the womb just being, like, God. You know what I mean? Uh, then you wouldn't be human. Every human is fallible, right? Yeah. But anyway, that's my whole thing. That was my rant. No, it's a good rant. rant. over. No, it's a beep, good rant. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why people do it so quickly. People love to do it, right? They love to, to, um, I guess it's their way of exerting power. No, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's the concept of wanting to tear down someone in a powerful position because you don't have that. So it almost makes you feel like you have some kind of control or power or it, it's like, it's like dousing somebody else's light to make yours shine brighter or whatever. I don't know, I'm using some weird sure, sure, sure. like metaphor like using some weird proverbs but or whatever. But humans are always going to do like, that, huh? They always are. That's just what we That that's just God, humans suck. Yeah, I mean We're so flawed. Robots maybe maybe they should take over. <laughs> maybe they should because we're so flawed. And did you see I talked about it on the last podcast once but too much time on it, but did you see the robot that was playing chess mm. with mm-hmm. a kid in Russia mm-hmm. and broke his hand? Mm-hmm. That scared the shit out of me scary that was scary that was really freaky because i was thinking like whoa like jossie wasn't freaked out by this he was like yeah no not just like what he said at least it's not in america it's coming here we have it here i mean boston dynamics dude the whole the whole statement of at least it's not in america that does not apply to anything 
that we see on Earth. Because if it exists on Earth, it's going to be everywhere. Thank you. You know what I mean? It's going to be everywhere. doesn't matter if it's, like, in the boonies of the world, wherever you want to say is like like the furthest like Timbuktu or sure. whatever you know it's gonna be it's gonna be here you know and that was actually really scary to me because I was like wow that's like the first time we're actually seeing a robot kind of do something violent you know because it what it lost right it lost the game of chess I don't know I didn't look into or, the yeah oh, yeah I think it was play. I think it said it was like oh a robot like is a sore loser or something oh, like that. oh my god you know could be clickbait but sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean obviously I who knows if this whole thing is just being sensationalized because maybe it wasn't necessarily maybe it was just like a misunderstanding like maybe you're just not supposed to like but i I don't know i didn't see the misunderstanding i don't know if the i don't know i didn't see the full video so i don't know if the robot literally reached over and was like hey let me break your finger you know or if he was just kind of i mean either way that's not safe thank you that's 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 not safe either way but malfunctioning yeah i mean that is that, that does not bode well for you know upcoming ai and like yeah uh, you know robotic interaction because we're gonna have that you know we're mm-hmm. gonna have irobot lifestyle maybe maybe not in like the immediate future mm-hmm. but at some point we're definitely gonna have that we're like so i have a few ideas on this topic it's either gonna be we're we're kind of like sharing society with artificial intelligence maybe at first it's kind of like assisting us but at some point i mean even we're already hearing about some of them becoming sentient sharing society you know with ai so i don't know if terrifying yeah it's so terrifying man i I mean just that phrase that sentence is so scary when you digest that because sharing society with them means that they're allowing us to share it with them. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. No, to- that's what I was going to get to. I'm saying, like, if they're sentient and they're <sighs> saying, like, I'm conscious, what's going to stop them, you know, what's going to stop them from, like, trying to overpower us, necess- per se, you know? Because we've seen it in a ton of movies. I mean, like, maybe maybe that's just, like, our imagination. Maybe, I mean, I'm hoping if that this is the case. Maybe if, like, there's an artificial intelligence, like a like a artificial consciousness out there like maybe they would be more uh maybe they would be a little like wiser and more enlightened than us maybe that's just us projecting our own violent tendencies onto them mm, i think but, you're thinking from an emotional standpoint i mean i'm just being i'm just trying to be optimistic because yes, realis- i like that i yeah, like that yeah cuz realistically we're we're screwed is a nihilist the opposite of an optimist uh, I mean, it is. It, it, can, it can be. Yeah, pessimist is opposite opposite of an optimist, but a nihilist is like an extreme pessimist. Like a pessimist is like you're you're negative. You're like, oh, everything's like bad. You know, like oh, like your know, glass is half empty. Blah blah blah. All that stuff you've heard. Nihilist is literally like the most extreme version. It's like nothing matters. Oh, it's black pill. Nothing matters. Have you heard of the black pill? I haven't. No. What is That's that? That's like for incels who just are completely depressed about life. Huh. And it's just, uh, I believe they're nihilists. Oh, so, for sure. Yo, uh, oh, oh, I mean, fatality, you know, just everything bad, no God, no nothing, no, mm-hmm. Yeah, know, nihilists just, are definitely, oh, they definitely don't God. I'm I mean, sure I definitely have my are. days where I'm a nihilist. Really? Yeah. I definitely have my days. Well, I mean, why? Like, why? You so, have a good life, Avin. Tell me why. So, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, yeah, I, I really... 
I recognize that I do have a good life and I have like probably a better life than many people out there. It's like, this is another testament to how we all live in our minds. You know, I struggled with depression for so long in my life and it was for no good reason whatsoever because on paper, my life was great, right? But in my mind, I was suffering, you know, because my own, my negative attitude and my negative perception was making everything bad. So things, instead of looking at them for what they were objectively and seeing them for what they were and potentially seeing the good in them, I was only seeing them, everything in my life in the worst possible light I could possibly see it, you know? But why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's just like, like a character flaw, you know? I luckily in the last few years have been, I've made enormous progress in undoing that. And now I'm actually like the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. You're the nicest, sweetest, <laughs> Thank you. like light, like of a guy that I know. Seriously. <laughs> I appreciate it's just that. interesting to me. And you don't know why. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How do you? How does one know oh, oh, I actually, if they're I do, depressed? That, that, that was a lie. That was a lie. I, okay. do, I do know why. Okay. And it was all my own fault. It was all my own fault. Because due to my negative... I, I, here's the thing. It can all be summarized in one very simple concept. I was not living in the moment. I was constantly either regretting things, mistakes in the past. I was always in a different place. I was either regretting the past or being anxious about the future. And that put me in an irritable state in the present. And I just didn't like, and, and it was like another one of those things. I was uncomfortable in my own skin. I wanted to just like escape reality. You know, that's why I was driven to like partying. That's why I was driven to like substances. That's why I was driven to all this kind of stuff. Cause I always wanted to get out of my head. You know what I mean? What so it's like, that and and I think the key to me being a happier person, funny enough, like we were talking about, like, are you happy and all that? I think the key to me being an overall happier person in more of the moments, like we were saying, is being actually being in those moments, you know, like now I'm like, wow, like I just want to enjoy like, for example, I take stock of all the good things that I have in this current moment. Like right now, I, I like anytime I start to feel a little bit of anxiety, I'll share with you my little secret. Every time I have, cause it still flares up once in a while, right? Like we all, like we're human. So we're not gonna just automatically be good all the time. Like we, we like our mind drifts to dark places. When I, when that happens, I like break it down into like the most simple thing in the moment. I'm like in this moment right now, am I like in pain? Do I have like my, do I have my motor functions? Do I have my senses? Do I have like use of all my limbs? Am I safe? You know, is there anything threatening me at this particular moment right now? And then when I go through this mental checklist, I feel so much better, you know? And then that way I can focus and enjoy the moment way more. And like to, to, I, I, and, and to, to uh, address your kind words of, of me being nice and all that. It's like, because now I'm like, I, I see every moment as like a gift where I'm like, I can, I, I, I'm like so grateful to have this opportunity to be alive and like share love with someone that I care about. You know what I mean? If it's like my friends, I want to just be the most attentive friend ever, you know, if it's like, or I want to just be the most fun ever, you know? And it's like, and that, and then that has like a compounding effect. It's like that actually 
over a period of time makes me happier because I'm like, then I don't have anything to regret, you know, because in those moments, I was being the best person I could be. So I don't I don't have anything to feel bad about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's just my that's just my little trick. Interestingly enough, I don't know if that's like, no, I don't know if that's interesting. That's I don't know beautiful, if that's cool. man. That's beautiful. No, it's, it's, but, uh, but, it's not cool. It's beautiful. But how does one know if they're depressed? I always, like, I don't know. Like, if, am I depressed? Because I've, I've felt those things that you felt before, but it's like, isn't, I don't know if that's just a part of humanity. And then I, I also, I'll listen to like Rogan, for mm -hmm. instance, and he'll say, he makes a good point that our generation, we don't have real problems, so we make them up. Mm. Now, that is huge. And that helps me get out, but like, I don't. That is a huge... How do I know if I'm depressed? How does one know if they're depressed, Avin? Your father's a psychologist. I'm... You should know more than me. <laughs> yeah, he. Psychiatrist he would... or psychologist? Yeah, psychiatrist. God, I always fuck would... that up. Honestly, it's, it's okay because you're not alone. It's. I always try to say, like, the, the way to remember it is like psychiatrist, doctor psychologist therapist i mean granted they're also a doctor they have a phd Copy. but that's a they have they have like a um they have a doctorate in psychology and a psychiatrist has a doctorate in medicine so they can actually practice medicine right, right, right. and they're the real deal yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i get it no i get no, no, it not I, to disparage you not to disparage the field of psychology at all yeah, no every, fuck them yeah fuck them fuck <laughs> got you okay but talk to me okay so he would probably say it from like he would approach it from more of like. By the way, my eyes got watery when you were doing that whole thing. I know really? I don't know if you noticed that. I, I'm I, back to normal Tommy. Oh. But I, yeah, dude, my eyes did get watery. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, love See? you. Love you. You're man. a good guy, man. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> See, I'm not afraid to show love to yeah. to, to my friends Same. because it's like. Same. I mean, well, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. It's I'm not try dick riding, I'm okay. I'm trying it's to not make, dick riding. It isn't. It it's isn't. showing love, bro. You can show love. Yeah. I mean, I not to make myself like sound like make it sound like I'm trying to make myself sound cool, but like it's more of like a I I actually want to tell you because I ironically my my I guess my dark outlook on a lot of things in life helped me to be more in the moment because. I'm like, wow, like life can end at any moment. I don't want any time to pass where I didn't get to express how I really, I don't want my friends to not know how I feel about them. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to ever regret not having the chance or, or like not regret not telling you yeah. when I had the chance, right? Tomorrow's never promised. Right, exactly. Isn't that but, crazy? So we could crazy. wake up tomorrow and, or Dude, not wake up that's tomorrow. The thing. That's how, that's how <laughs> crazy and unpredictable what? life is. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah, okay. So. How do you know you're depressed? Well, for me, it was very simple. <laughs> and it's like it's it's funny that you mentioned what Joe Rogan said about how like our lives are so easy, like we almost we almost create reasons to be depressed, right? And that is I I believe that 100%. Aside from like, you know, obvious factors like if you're dealing with some kind of tragedy, you're dealing with an injury or like you're dealing with something crazy like that that warrants you know legitimate distress and depression a lot of the times a lot of people that you know of to be depressed and i'm one of them not to discount anything because the mind is a powerful thing and it can drive you to very dangerous places you know but so not to invalidate any depression but i will also say that 
I've come to the conclusion now that a lot of times, especially here, especially in America, especially in like Southern California and more, even more specifically LA, we're so fortunate already that any depression that we have, a lot of the times, it comes from being spoiled. You know, our lives are so good that we're almost like finding reasons, finding things wrong with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like getting too fixed on like certain things like, oh, like I like I couldn't find like, you know, I, I can't find love or whatever. It's like, dude, who gives a shit? Like, go live your <laughs> go live your life. Love will find you. Sure. It doesn't mean that your life sucks. Sure. You're healthy. You're young. Like. I see like these like tw- like people in their twenties. They're like, oh, I'm so depressed because I'm not in a relationship, dude. Be thankful, because I'm I'm not not to say that I'm not grateful for my relationship, but you know, once you're once you're like engaged, once you're living with someone, like your life changes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take advantage of that stage in your life while you have it. You know what I totally. mean? Enjoy every single stage of your life. Enjoy yeah. the stage of being single. Don't always want like some mm. other state of your life I think it's when people get to a certain age they expect things so like you know once you hit about 30 most people are like hey where's the love for me totally (laughs) you know and you know what though that's also another you know nonsensical societal like construct too because who says that you have to get married at 30 who says that you have to be engaged or like in a relationship or like living with someone by thirty? Biology, because you need kids by right, a certain age right. for women. Well, for women, yeah, biological clock I can understand, but there's also there's also alternatives too. You can freeze your eggs, you know. Well, a lot of women do that. They freeze. You their need eggs money they... for that, right? True. True. There's. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it I, real. You're, you're right. You know what? You're okay. absolutely right. I like so... your counter arguments because I I like. I, I like being disagreed with. I really do. As do I. I really do. And you're a lot smarter than me, so I have to really fucking be in my bag. Because for I know this shit. I don't have all the answers, Sway. You know? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> None of us do, right? No. But I do have a question. So for me, God, I'm a narcissist, right? Why is everything about me? Golly, you're probably over it. But some of us are still here. Some of you are still here. Um, I'm only happy when I'm doing shit. When I'm by myself, whew. dude, dude, I, I just, I can't do it. I, I'm a, have to be on my phone, FaceTiming somebody. That's a I real... can't be by myself with my thoughts. Oh, I have some, I have oh, some okay, friends who will go to the movies by themselves. I do that all the time. Oh my god, you're crazy. Yeah, that's I'm a, I'm crazy. A, I'm a me. psychopath. <laughs> well, it's nuts. I mean. I'm jealous of it. I'm, I'm, I'm envious. When I say mm. people are crazy, generally, I'm envious of it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, take themselves out to dinner. I just, I, I could never do it. So you, if just I'm love, in, you just love being social, huh? Uh, you just love being... You, uh, I just, I can only enjoy life with someone else. That's how it feels. I want to share this moment. If I Interesting. If I hear a song, I want to send it to a friend or, you know, my girl. Mm-hmm. You know, See, I can't just I have see- something for myself. What I see that as is that you're a very generous and giving person, you know? It it means that you're actually not as much of a narcissist as you claim because you you want to you want to bond with someone over something. You want to you want to share a moment with someone. You want to like express something to someone else. 
you know, which is all great and all admirable. I would just say that despite you having that uh, character trait, there's also nothing wrong with sharing it with yourself. There's also nothing wrong. Like I sometimes, I mean, I used to be the same way. So here's the thing. I don't know if this might be like relating back to what you were saying. Like maybe, maybe there are some things that you possibly have yet to resolve because you don't want to be alone with your thoughts because I know that feeling. I used to be the same way because I don't know if this is a real thing, but I I consider it to be. I used to have a legitimate friend addiction where I could never be by myself and every time there was a moment where I had some some time that was free, I was constantly making plans with another person. Oh my god, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's... So, for for many years, I would say at least a good... I, right out of college. So, in, in, in high school, I started to kind of come out of my shell a little bit. I started to become more social. And then in college, it just went to a... Like, begin, like post-high school, beginning of college, it went to a whole different degree where I was never by myself. And I don't know, and, and at the time, I thought it was really cool. I was like, oh, wow, I have so many friends. They always want to do stuff, you know? But I never gave myself a chance to breathe and really just think about my life because guess what? I didn't want to, you know? I wanted to be, uh, yeah. I wanted, oh to be like, I wanted to be distracted all the time. Uh, and my vice was being with friends, being social. That's which my neck them. hurt. <laughs> You know, Javine, this is physically affecting me. Oh Fuck. no! Yeah, because that's me. That? Oh my god, that's been me my whole life, and I've never kicked it. I've never kicked the friend addiction. Yeah, I mean, there's. It's not to say that that's always a bad thing, because like I said, it's good to be social. It's good because we're naturally social beings, right? We 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 crave uh, interaction and you know, associating with people. And that's just the way that we are as humans. And that's normal. But I also think that there can be a healthy balance. There can be a good balance of being social and also taking time for yourself and just kind of just kind of being with yourself, you know. So based on what you're telling me now, I almost feel like you might have <laughs> Not to be like a, a doc, like a pseudo no, doctor and no, diagnosing, yeah, yeah, but, no, but now, but do, but do it. Now, now I almost feel like you might have some mild depression because oh. I and because it takes one to know one, right? Okay. And I was I was there. Okay. Like when I reflect in hindsight now, I know that the reason I always wanted to be with people was because I was too depressed to be alone with my thoughts. You know, so I don't know if that's necessarily the case for you because I was a little more extreme, but. I didn't I was afraid of where my mind would go if I was just by myself, mm. you know? So what is it so what is it like with you? So you 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 just don't want to you don't want to uh have any empty space where you can think. Ooh, there's a little bit of that boredom. Boredom. I get no, bored by myself, but also <clears throat> when I reflect on my life, I don't reflect on anything positive, which is weird. Like there has mm. been a lot of good stuff that's happened right. in my life. And I don't like I'm. My situation's not that bad, actually. Mm -hmm. It's not that bad. You know, my parents weren't poor, 
Um, it could have been so much worse. So that's right. why that's how I get away from those feelings. Mm-hmm. Even right now, I'm doing it right. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be like, no, 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 but 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 I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I would always talk about. Well, let's go back to what you asked before I I proceed with what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. I reflect on the negative stuff mm-hmm. and not the positive stuff. See, this is what I was going to say. I wonder if this is just the, you know, the, the the two-edged sword, I guess, because everything that's like a curse is also a blessing and vice versa. I don't know if this is like the curse slash blessing of being human because in a way, reflecting on all the bad things has been the driving force in us constantly wanting to improve our lives, right? Because if we were always content, there would never be any advancement. There would never be any progression, right? Because we're always trying to figure out like, oh, how can we do this better? Oh, so that previous way sucked. How can we make it better, you know? How can I make my life better? How can I make my situation, my financial situation, you know? Sometimes obviously even that can go like too far where it's like there's like this endless greed which is what I yeah. think is causing a especially lot of... as a man. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know if women have that as much, which is the kind of the ties back to the initial point, right. which you don't have to go back to. No, if you no, want. For, you know what's but funny though? I've actually We're greedy that, as I've men. I've actually thought that too because as men we're kind of almost my theory on the whole thing. I don't know if this is founded in anything, you know, reasonable at all, but this is my personal theory. I think that as men, the reason we're always so anxious about uh, what we've accomplished and like what our life means and all this kind of stuff is because we don't have that same sort of uh, natural drive as women do because we don't necessarily... What (laughs) is he talking about? We have the natural drive. We no, have we, to hunt and gather. No, that's the thing, though, because we our purpose is basically to provide for a family. Right. Right. But we're almost like the most expendable thing in nature because if you look at it from just a reproductive standpoint, women are more valuable. Right. Because they need to care. They need to carry a child. They need to nurture a child. They need to raise the child. We could, in theory, impregnate someone and die the next day, and that child will still be alive. Right? We them dudes. Yeah. We them boys. The boys are back. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Uh, Go ahead. Back in town. Yeah. We're boys back. Are back in town. But you know, so like, I feel like that's almost contributed to us like having this never-ending sense of like, oh, what else can I do? Like, what else can I do? Because like. We almost on some level know that we're just meant to just like plant the seed and after that it doesn't even matter what happens to us. You know what I mean? It might be like in in our like subconscious somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I always feel like oh that's I like what... that I think. Yeah, right. I think I like that. <laughs> Toxic masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. We can ooh, we could have a 3-hour podcast. We're not oh, going to do it cuz we have to go on the field, but um maybe I am a toxic masculine you know i wouldn't be so quick to just label yourself because i I think i think there's like parts of that in everyone but i am black even (laughs) and as we know that is a prevalent problem in the black community (laughs) exactly the the toxic male archetype that's it's a he's not wrong he's not wrong he's not wrong proceed but you know it it 
that also appears in other cultures too. Like for example, even uh, Persian culture, Mexican, in Persian culture, yeah, like the machismo in like yeah. Latin culture, you know. And even in Persian culture, like what there's like this, there's like this toxic, unhealthy need to be like a very manly man. And I always find it so ironic too, because Persian men are naturally so effeminate, you know. Because they kiss each other. Because yeah, we're just so affectionate. You know, oh. we see each other, we see our friends, we kiss them on the cheek twice. Maybe, you know? maybe that makes them even more masculine because they are I actually are comfortable. I personally think it does. I think the more comfortable, I, I think if you're comfortable with it, you're actually more manly. You know, I think it's actually less manly to be like, oh, dude, like, gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do all that kind of stuff. It's like the yeah, same way that, but like, it is gay though. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that yeah. at but, all. But it's like you said, I mean, I was just saying that I think that you aren't, like, you're not defined by your toxic masculine traits. You just have some. And I have some, too. I have some, too. And there's You just have some. Yeah, you just have some. You know, we all do. You don't have any. You don't think I do? No. I think I do. I think I do I think you are masculine, but I don't think anything about you is toxic. But maybe I don't know you. I haven't cracked the nut or the shell. I'll, I'll Maybe get, I've cracked the shell, but yeah, not yeah, the, yeah. You, you, you haven't the gone to the inner nougat. Yeah, you haven't got <laughs> That is Avin. Yeah. For, for, maybe it's possible. I mean, maybe we'll re- we'll start to reveal no. it through these episodes. But your girl knows but, you. Though. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but she knows some. She knows what I'm about to tell you right now. Where like I have some things that still kind of like bother me in the back of my mind. Where it's like, oh no, did your nose ring come out? I think so. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. I got it. Oh, you got it? Oh yeah. Nose Victory. rings are disgusting. Victory Boulevard, Van Nuys. They're just like in and out. Like, oh, man. Ugh. I don't know how you do that. I thought it was cool. I mean, it looks cool. Does it actually yeah, look cool? It looks really cool. Okay, you rock cool, cool. You rock the shit out of it. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, this, look this, cool. this, this is what I was going to say. So my, my girl actually knows this about me. My, my self-admitted toxic masculine traits are things like I can't help but feel a little like – I mean, here's the thing. I'm super proud of her in her career, and I love the fact that she's so successful. But at the same time, I can't help feel that like tinge of like being emasculated by the fact that she makes more money than me. <gasps> Does she? Yeah, she makes a ton more money than me. Oh, Which is like shit. I'm. So, it's like such weird, conflicting yeah. emotions because on one hand I'm like so happy about oh, that. Interesting. I'm like so happy about that, but then on the other hand She's I'm a like killer, huh? Yeah. She yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to yeah. Shout out to Nahal. Nahal. Yeah. Hell yeah! Good for you. Um. No, I'm super happy, and and that's the thing. I don't legitimately feel like this. It's like why am I I I like realize I, I realize I that I'm feeling it, and I'm like, why do I feel that way? But it pushes you to want to make why? some more money. It does. Maybe. It does. It, and but it's like why and you know I think that's another thing it's like that's a product of our environment all our life we're learning we we hear oh like the man has to provide for the family the man has to be like the breadwinner of the house and that's the thing that none of that matters you know I, I wouldn't care if I was like I mean I would love to contribute and like pull my weight and obviously I want to be at least like on par yeah. but there's also nothing wrong with like people who are stay-at-home dads yeah. you know there's nothing wrong with that at all. This is my opinion about you. I believe you're an artist. And I believe... <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. And I believe that you may have a year where you make maybe a million dollars a year. I'm sorry. And then, and then you know how like, that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's, salary, but you book a couple jobs. Right, and they're right. big jobs. You it's, know, it's I, inconsistent. Exactly. And, it, it, it and maybe the yeah, next yeah. job, may, the next year, maybe you, you only make 
maybe 200 grand and yeah. because there was less work right but that's that's an artist's life no, and that's, that's the life the nature that of, both that's just of the nature us of, uh, you know you know uh, you know gigs and and uh, art artistic endeavors we've taken like, on yeah like it you know obviously it's not it's not the most stable profession but sometimes it can be very lucrative Yo. and then sometimes there's like down years when it hits it hits like when it hits it hits and when it and when it doesn't it you feel it sure <laughs> you sure, know? sure which is why i think a smart person like you would um save you know be wise with your money when when it does hit mm-hmm. i'm sure that you would do that whereas a person like so. me <laughs> you just I don't know, man. I'm bad because I didn't come from from a household of saving money. Mm. My dad was really bad with his money. He made money, but was, you know, bad with it. But my grandparents, who I love so much, my nana and tata, um, they were very smart. Yeah. With their money, yeah. So you know, I think we I... all have choices, and also I have to stop as an adult, and we all have to. Not to you, probably. But uh, <laughs> blaming things on our parents. Just because oh, I sure. saw my parents weren't the best with their money doesn't mean that I have to be yeah. that way. You can be the one that changes it. You I'm can an be adult. the one that break the, breaks I'm an that adult. cycle. Yeah. We're adults. Uh, okay, my last question to you hmm. before we get going. Sure. Is um, I used to talk about this kind of stuff with Shaboobs a lot. Mm-hmm. And he would say, no, you're not depressed. Because when a person's depressed... They don't have the energy to do anything. So true or false? So I I think that's a there, there's a complicated answer to that because there's I think there's also different types and different flavors of depression, so to speak. Mm, you know, yep. because I've experienced the don't have energy to even live life kind of depression. Really, Alvin? Yeah. Totally. And that's like the kind where like you can't even get out of bed. That's know? what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. You can't even get out of bed. You're like on you're just like wrapping yourself in covers. Are you serious? You I can yeah. never I, I I don't see that. I mean I've that's been, I've so been there. interesting. To I've me. been there. And we wow. can we can delve deep into it in another in another episode sure. for sure. But uh yeah, I don't mind talking about it at all. But um there's that and then there's what I like to call the comedian depression, you know? Um, and by that, do you, do you want me to hold for a second? No, I should keep it going. Oh, okay. Cause I want you to be in, I want you to okay. be in it. Yeah. yeah. Copy. So I can pick up. From, so, so there's that kind. And then there's another kind, which I like to call the comedians depression where it's like on the surface, this looks like a very jubilant, very, uh, humorous, energetic individual, but you have no idea that they're going home and they're just like. It, they're miserable by themselves. You know. Oh my I mean? god, that's me. You know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> so you're the comedian. <laughs> so then, what do I need? Do I need pills? I've been told from like my baby mama. She's like, you need to be on pills. No, I don't think so. I'm, I don't I'm, think so I'm either. Completely, I'm completely, and this is where I'll get like some really strong opinions that my dad will probably disagree with. Interesting. But I'm completely against medication. I'm completely against it, and here's why. I'll tell you why. I may, and, and once again, I'll I'll preface this by saying that I don't believe that I'm necessarily like the authority on this. I don't always believe that I'm right. By the I way, just think this is my this is my personal opinion. I'm such a pussy because I wouldn't have said that if you didn't say it first. Really? Because I'm. But you agree I, with me, right? I agree with you. 
I think but because your dad was or is a uh, psychiatrist, I assumed that you were that, on board. Oh yeah, no, I'm actually we've this has been a point of contention between hmm. us for many years. We've had to, we've had so many arguments about this. And I've like sometimes I've been like kind of rude about it and I'd be like, "Oh, you you're giving people poison and all this kind of stuff." Oh. But like, <laughs> you know, and, and I feel bad for saying that, but like, yeah. it, you know, sometimes it gets heated, you know. I'm sure he doesn't overly prescribe, but no, that, no, for I don't sure, know. But I don't know. It, and it's not necessarily him. It's more so like people in his field, you know? Correct. Because there's a whole other thing we can get into later about how like I feel about prescribing little kids Adderall. Woo! You know, like, that's a that's a whole thing that I'm not necessarily on board with. But and then but like I said, I'm I'm not an expert, so who knows if I'm who knows what if I'm even in a position to be saying all this. But my whole You know thing, some shit. My whole thing <laughs> My whole thing about meds is like it I feel like you don't need an artificial way to make yourself happy, you know? And and yes, I, I do acknowledge that sometimes when it comes to, like, for example, bipolar disorder or things like that, it is a matter of, like, brain chemistry. And, like, we're all we're chemical beings, right? Like, our, our emotions are just a matter of chemicals that are released in our brain that make us, that affect the way that we feel. Like, we're basically always on drugs because our brain is, like, producing them. You know what I mean? And releasing different kinds depending on what kind of uh, stimuli we're receiving, right? So, yes, I do recognize that sometimes it's a chemical issue. That's so interesting. Yeah. You just kind of grazed over that because <laughs> I know that's not the point that you're trying yeah, to make. Yeah. But, wow, if you break that down. No, it's it's definitely a trip to think about. So we're always on drugs. Essentially, because even like even things like serotonin or whatever, these are all chemicals. Dopamine. You know? Okay, but one yeah. can argue some are natural drugs. Well, that's the thing. What you can almost make the case that all I mean, I mean maybe not the ones that are synth- synthesized by humans, but yeah. for example, LSD. Like, fuck but- you, LSD. <laughs> Seriously, fuck you. I hate LSD. You don't like but go LSD. ahead. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so sometimes it can be a chemical issue, like I was saying. But uh, I think a lot of times. In general, in 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 our in our culture and our society, we might be too quick. We're too quick to diagnose and too quick to prescribe certain things. Like sometimes I think what a pill can do, uh, like r- regular thirty-minute walk and like sunshine every day can maybe even do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe playing with a dog can be yeah. can help you even greater or having david goggins yell at you and tell you you're a piece of shit <laughs> no seriously that's how i that's how i receive love yeah i'm a weirdo like i think i'm partly masochist yeah you're a little masochist. No, yeah. a little bit of that because <laughs> like if if you're not like yelling at me to do better i'm like you don't care about me but you don't have I, to I mean, yell no, at me no but that's you a, don't have to yell at me and but, i see the love in a different way but you're right that is a way of showing love you know, yeah. like that's, that's how tough, I like that's love. That's tough love. That's tough love. Like and tough sometimes love. tough love is the best kind because sugar-coated love may not necessarily help you advance in your life. You know, if someone keeps telling you, oh, you're doing great, you're doing great, you're doing great, you're like, you wouldn't have any motivation or incentive to do any better because you're like, oh, I'm doing fine. You know, sometimes I don't pain know if that's is the, case. the biggest. I'm, I'm sure pain. people tell Elon Musk he's doing great. But he still has incentive to get money and fuck his friends, bitches. That's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is he up to like 15 kids now or whatever yeah but you know he fucked uh sergey brin's wife right oh i i saw something yeah. about that this morning she cheated is, is, on that, sergey is that real with, it's real is that real? i mean according Con- to confirmed like confirmed or just rumor confirmed to you know for me Confir- yeah, yeah, yeah 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 if it's coming from my mouth it's real <laughs> Who knows? I'm sure he did. News only breaks from Tommy's mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's only confirmed and, and legitimized. Right. You're, you're like the you're like the more legitimate TMZ. That's what it is. Watched <laughs> by 70 people. Yeah, exactly. I love it. 70 <laughs> people agree with us, but yeah, right? uh, the rest of the world is like, who? It's time to make that. Time to multiply that number by a million. Let's get 70 million. That's what I'm talking about. Right. You gotta just Shoot keep putting the in the work. That's better putting the work. So you land in the clouds, you That's, know? Ooh, okay. <laughs> you have all these sayings. You would think that I've heard this stuff before. I, don't, I haven't heard that before. I swear to God. You know what's funny? I don't shoot I'm, for the stars, but land in the clouds is that's such a new it's like, it's, take on it. I, I didn't say it quite right. It's like shoot for the stars, so if you fall, you land in the clouds. Oh, I like that. Right? Oh, that's beautiful. So, but the clouds, you, unfortunately, we know that they're. Uh, they're not fluffy. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, you, you, you go just fall right, right, through, right through the clouds, <laughs> and you land on planet Earth, and you splat like a bug on a windshield. Oh man! But uh, anyway, to to the point of what we were saying, um, I think is there a point? I never a point. There's never a point. The point can go on and on. The point always changes, dude. The point. That's what life can, is. Can there move. is no point of this. It's so silly. Yeah, life is silly. It really is, though. And you know, Life is silly. To, to tie a bow on everything that we were talking about, I think embracing the fact that life is silly would make everyone a lot happier. I know. Because I think we take ourselves too seriously sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? It's like the whole thing, especially in this climate where we're just so quick to get offended, we're so quick to get upset. It's like, just, just laugh, you know? That will make you yeah. feel better. Yeah. You know what I try to do that makes that actually does help, and I had read that it helps, but I was like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, I actually try to make a conscious effort to smile more because they say that when you smile, it actually releases good-feeling chemicals in your brain, you know? And you know how narcissistic I am. Oh, you're just like smiling I in the mirror? <laughs> no, dude, I'm the opposite. Oh, you like I try, try to, like, to not mug? smile. No, hear me out. <laughs> oh. I try to not smile or frown because I'm aware it causes wrinkles. What? What? Tommy, what a psychopath I you're, am! Tommy, you're psychopathic. That's so weird. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But you know what? You don't have to worry about that because black don't crack. I'm cracking right here. I oh, see. Oh, that's it. okay. I see. It. That's okay. I got it too. Look. <laughs> and and you know now what? I'm noticing everybody's what do they, what do they call them? Forehead lines. Forehead lines. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing yeah. everybody's forehead lines because I notice mine. Okay. So I know you said that you were going to touch it on the next podcast, but we're still going, if that's okay with you. Oh, sure. Okay. I've talked a lot about myself because um, I do that inherently, and it's something that I need to stop. <laughs> and I pray that I can stop it, uh, V. But I would like to shift the focus to you, if that's okay. Oh, sure. Um, You said you had some days where you felt like you couldn't get out of bed or you you didn't have the um what's the word i'm looking for like the motivation you, you tell me them. yeah the motivation to to to, to yeah do anything why how why and how are my two questions hmm. okay so that kind of thing i've experienced that at multiple points in my life 
I will say that the first time, so I had, so I had a weird issue. Now, when I look back on it, I had a weird issue that was present throughout my entire life. I had a weird way of looking at things. First of all, I was way too sensitive. I didn't have a thick skin. So whatever people said to me bothered me, you know? And I don't know, sometimes I blame that on me being an only child because in a way, having a sibling toughens you up, you know? Hmm. You like insult each other, it becomes, like you realize it's all love, like you can But move, you went you to school, you had friends from school, and that's how boys show their love. Right, but I was too, I was so sheltered and so protected as a kid because I was this one like golden child of the family. Sure, sure, you sure. Know? I grew up just... I grew up being way too vulnerable to those kinds of things. I wish I, had, I wish maybe I, you know, whether it's my own fault or whether it's my parents, whatever. I, I love them to death. Yeah, of course. But sometimes I feel like I could have been more well equipped to face people out in the world than I was. Now, whatever that the the cause of that might be, we'll we'll set that aside. So that was one part of it. But I was gonna say that as a kid, I can remember. I was weirdly, I, I, I was weirdly a depressed kid, and I don't know why. I don't know if it was because I was so spoiled. I was, I had so much privilege, you know. I lived in such a comfortable environment that, like, going back to what we were saying before, I created reasons to be upset. Did you, you know? have a nanny growing up? I didn't have a nanny, but I lived with my grandma. My grandma mm. lives at home, so she, my grandma essentially raised me, and I was like, not only a mama's boy. But a grandma's boy, dude. I'm the you know? biggest grandma's Are boy you a grandma's in boy the too? world. Hell yeah, up top. Dude, I fuck, dude. I fucking love my grandma. I love with grandma. all my heart. Oh, I talk to her every single day. No, they're her, the best. And my grandpa, though. I literally talked to my grandma on the way over here. <sighs> Isn't it the best thing in the world? I love they're when you best. post your grandma. Oh yeah, she's a su- <laughs> she's so sweet. She's amazing. She's so sweet and lo- so full of life. Oh, I know. She's great. It's awesome. And that's another thing too. Like she's 87 years old. But due to her mentality, she's she's got so much energy because she approaches every day with with like this this like joy that and this this energy of like wanting to live each day to the fullest. You know what I mean? And she just really enjoys everything. Like we, we go on walks together. She comes to happy hour with me. You know, what? we go and get beers together. I love it. We get beers you know, and we get we, we talk about life. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe a part of that is that she's proud of her son. Is it? Uh, is it your grandma on? On? Is it your your it's father's mom? It's my mom's mom. It's my mom's. She's mom. proud of her daughter. Mm-hmm. She's proud of her grandson, and she's proud of her family. And that gives her so much um, passion to, to 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 keep on killing life. I, th- I think. I think there's I think, a lot I th- of. That. I think that's part of it. I, I think I always say that it's her love for her family that keeps her so uh just just energetic and exuberant and and gives her the reason to get up in the morning you know it's her love for everyone you know i mean especially for me and not to not to be you know uh you know self-absorbed or anything but i know that she has a lot of love for me and she's she's obsessed with me and i'm obsessed with her (laughs) (laughs) it's the best it's the best but yeah um but she's proud of of her family and what she's created I, I, I mean, I would hope so. There's a little bit of yeah. that. You I, know? I, I There's probably definitely... a lot of bit of that. Yeah. And I think that um, I don't know if I'm doing my part to my grandma just yet. I love her so much and I show her the love, 
But I, you know, sometimes it's just as it, it's as simple as a phone call. You know, dude, I talk to her every single day. Well, that's great. I just know, for me, maybe she doesn't feel this way. Maybe she doesn't, or maybe my my grandpa doesn't feel this way. But I think they do. Is I need to get successful before they pass away. I have I, to. I have to. I have no choice. I feel that pressure big time. I relate to that so much because and and it's a it's a huge contributor of stress to me, I will say because mm-hmm. I'm like I feel like this obligation that I need them to see me reach a certain point, you know, in order for them to have lived a fully fulfilled life, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it sucks, too, because thinking that way also kind of makes you it, it kind of puts a lot of pressure on you and it kind of makes you sort of panic in a way. You think crippled or paralyzed? If yeah, you will. yeah. It kind of makes, kind of makes you feel. Yeah, it almost paralyzes you in a, in a way. Totally. But, uh, you know, all we can do is and, and but here's the thing. We're, we're looking at it from our own perspective there. You know what we have to understand. And I try to remind myself of this and it, and it makes me like. Sometimes it makes me emotional to think about, but hmm. what we have to understand is that they love us no matter what, you know, they, they just love us. And as long as we're, we're giving them love and we're receiving the love that they give, I think they're, they're content. And also if we have good, if we're good people and good yeah. intentions, yeah, just ha- we're not just harming ha- just people. Person, I know, just, just be a good person. Be a loving person. Be the for them, that's enough. You think? Yeah, but I want more. No, like, I know co- you do too. Of course, of course, and I, I totally agree with you. I definitely want more because I want them to be so proud mm. that they can just be like, "Wow, look at my, my grandson, my, my grandson." My you know grandson. what I mean? Yeah. I just want, I just want them, and it's it's weird though too because it's funny that you mentioned that it means that you and I are very similar in the sense that we strive for this for certain things in our life because we want to make our family proud oh my god you know so much of that that is a huge uh piece of motivation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is like a huge driver for me yeah it's not even for myself it's like i just want my parents and like my family to stand back and smile you know what i mean (laughs) Be proud. Yeah. I want them to brag about me and not have to be like, "Well, he got in trouble again," or right. Oh like, my god, brag about me. I know. And I know they want to. I just got to give them something to brag about. But see, here's also the thing. This is also another part of our societal conditioning, where we don't we we tend to overlook some of the basic things and and we take them for granted. It's like, what's wrong with being proud that your son is healthy and happy, you know? Because it's so basic. Everybody, not everybody, but a majority of people are healthy. And happy, but not is, is, happy. What, is what we started with earlier. Yeah. Uh, every day's different. Right? I can't answer that honestly and say that I'm happy. But at least that you're, for the most part, you're enjoying your life, you know? Yeah, part, I am. Not, it could be so part, much worse. For the most part, at least yeah. you're not a miserable person. I'm you're not, not that making, miserable. You're not making the people around you miserable. You're fun to be around. You know, I think that's a huge ref- that that's a huge um, indicator. You know, because if you were someone who was like just taxing the, and draining the energy out of everyone that you were around, you talking about my girl right now? <laughs> 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 Who's talking about my girl? <laughs> 
Because you're right. <laughs> You'd be right, actually. Is she like that? She, well, she's suffering from, is it manic depression? It's the worst depression I've ever come encounter with. Is it's it like bipolar? so bad. It's bipolar. It's oh. everything bad. I love her so much. You know, but she's tried to hurt herself before. Oh, she no. had to go into, you know, the psych wards, and she's thinking of checking herself in now, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I hope I She hope lives in Houston. I hope things improve, the, though. So I don't have the, like, financial means to be over there and be over here, you know, and, and be over there as much as I'd like to be. Right. Um. Cause I'm still trying. I'm, I'm trying to get shit popping over here. No, for sure. It's I mean, you're, you're doing what you can. I but I love that girl so much. Yeah. She knows I love her. She's my no, heart. That, I, that's... I've never loved anybody more, other than my grandparents, her, yeah. and my child. I guess. That's, well, that's real love. Yeah. Hmm. If you know that for a fact, then that's that's. I certifi- feel that certifiable way. real love. But what I if think. I'm infatuated? What if I'm stupid? I don't know. I think maybe I may be crazy. I mean, there's part of me that might be wild. I mean. If, I can put a, on a good front. I can act. In a way, one can argue that our irrational sense of love is the very essence of what makes us human. You know? Because there may not be any practical or logical reason behind it, but we we feel it nonetheless, and you can't deny that. That's like, to me, that's a force of nature. You know? That's like some, that's an unstoppable force. If you love someone... And you may not even be able to explain it. Dude, I have dreams about her every single night. Wow. Generally, we're on the phone every single night. Mm-hmm. Like we fall asleep on the phone. Yeah. It's like our little cutesy thing. That's cute. <laughs> but, dude, I, I have dreams about her. And some of them are nightmares. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't that Like a cool. loss. <sighs> like a for being with somebody else. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Like if, like of, um, just... So, I don't know. Sometimes I wake up in sweats, but I've been dreaming about her. And if I'm waking up in sweats in a panic and it's a dream, I think by definition that's a nightmare. No, for sure. No, that just <laughs> I means... love her, though, but she scares just... me. The whole thing scares me. She's so far. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> that just means that your subconscious is just always – like she's always on your subconscious mind. Dude, even know? when I'm on the phone with her? Yeah. Does she feel the same way about me? I don't know. I mean, she says she loves me, but I don't know if she has much love to give right now. And that's hard for me because I'm like, I show me love, show me love. Right. She's not giving me exactly like what she's, I want. She's, she's not speaking your love language, so to exactly. speak. Exactly. I'm right. like, you know, give me all the the impeccable words that make me feel so good you're, about myself. So you're, a wor- <laughs> so you're a words of affirmation guy. No, I'm a physical touch guy, but because we're miles oh, because away, we, right, right. give me something. Mm-hmm. So it's you'll shit. settle for that because you're not in the exactly. same physical vicinity. Exactly. Right. But she can't even give it to herself. And it's hard for me to give it to myself. I can give love. Ooh, I just realized that right now. I can give love to other people much quicker than I can probably give it to myself. I mean, that's not a that's not an uncommon thing at all. That's like a... I, think I just feel of, like I think apathetic and are, bleak, bro. I, think, I feel like a lot of us are like that. Like we're, that's why everyone is so focused on trying to find love. Like we're so ready to give it to others, but we haven't even given it, given what yeah. we're prepared to give to ourselves yet. So it's why like, do you feel, I have why to, do you feel like so? Know. Why do you feel so bleak? I don't know. I have to do things to get admiration because it makes me feel better about myself. I have to talk to a, a lot of girls because mm. it makes me feel better about myself. Right. 
It just, I don't know. I, I just. I mean, that's natural. That's natural. I'm looking myself in the mirror right now. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm like, I don't. I don't know. You need someone else to kind of validate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I feel that good about myself. Well, I, I think I, I have to be rich first. But even when I'm rich, maybe when I'm rich, I'm hoping when I'm rich, I'll feel differently. But you know what would be the saddest thing? And that's when I would actually kill myself. Is if Probably. you got the, Yeah. Well, see, I got the money and I'm still Here's what I was going to say. You have to find a way. You have to find a way to be happy with yourself. To be secure with yourself without there needing to be some preconditions. Because if you're mm. always... I say this to everyone. I say this to all my friends. If you're always looking for something external to make you happy... That's never going to be sustainable because once you get that, you're going to want something. Well, it's like the same thing. It's like, oh, I'll be happy as soon as I get this new job. Oh, I'll be happy as soon as I get this raise. I'll be happy as soon as I get this car. I'll be happy as soon as I get this TV, this house, whatever. Oh, this girlfriend, this relationship, this marriage. You know what I mean? That's never going to be enough because once you get them, there's always going to be something else. You need to realize that you're complete just the way that you are. You don't need to wait till you're rich. You don't need to wait till you can enjoy the ride up. You can enjoy yes. the ride up to being rich. Okay. Okay. So that when you do accomplish that God willing, you'll still be happy. Because then you see like we've seen it all before. We've seen so many actors, we've seen so many uh celebrities and all this kind of stuff. We've seen so many of these uh celebrity suicides. Okay, but I want to be your height. I'm not your height. <laughs> no, seriously. This is like something that I struggle with. I'm like it's I want to be better in everything. I can't change that. I can get a surgery, maybe, and I'm still not going to be your height, probably. But you got to. So re- I'm not complete the way I am. No, you are. Am because, I? Yeah, because why? Who says you have to be my height? Me. Just because you like that doesn't mean that it. It. You need to appreciate the fact that you are the way you are, and you couldn't be any other way because it wouldn't be Tommy Miller the way you are right now. Tom. Tommy Miller. Sitting right here, in my opinion, has everything he needs to be the most complete and content person. That's what Are I. Are you think. just saying that? No, I think so. I think so because you, you're a driven guy. You're a good-looking guy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that always helps because people are, you know, you, people are more inclined to interact and talk to, you know, an, an attractive person. Sure, sure, sure. So that's already no, no small thing. <sighs> You have a good personality. Okay. You know, you're you have a charismatic you have a charismatic personality. You have like a you you have the kind of personality that a person wants to wants to be around. It's like magnetic. Mm-hmm. You know, you make people feel good when you talk to them. Just in the mm, just in the man, just in the yeah. manner of how you speak. That's you know, sweet. you show a lot of appreciation. You always tell people you appreciate them. You know, I I, I take that's no, I that's take only if I appreciate them though. No, well, that that's even better. That means that you don't just throw it around yeah, loosely, yeah, you know, yeah. because and I have a big cock. <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I have a regular sized cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Hey, I'm know. sure regular for you is above average. I don't know about. I'm that. sure regular is, is 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 still something to write home about. <laughs> I don't know about that, I honestly don't know about that. We could have a whole podcast on cock sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I don't want to spend an hour and a half talking about <laughs> other people's cocks. No, because I have I have some scientific facts that we can talk oh, about. Oh God, that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> the females I fuck with, the bigger the better. I've heard that from them. I know. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Okay, then. But I'm also, <laughs> no, that's, not, that's not what it is. It's there's different type of women out there. True. True. And the women I that, I, that I'm attracted right? to, right, right, are what they call size queens. Mm, I've never heard that. They can get any guy they want. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm lucky to be fucking most of these females. Uh-huh. Most of them. So that means you, because you're I, just I huge. Money. No, it's because <laughs> honestly, it's, I I think that I got a little bit swag to me. Oh right, right, right. No, that 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 helps. I honestly think that it, it maybe a gift of gab, but when they see the cock, they are disappointed. No, I I doubt that. Not disappointed. No, no, no. Not disappointed. What they were expecting more? I think so. I well, think fuck that. that. It's not so. about the. It's not always about. I do think it is. It's about you're what, lying. What you can do. He's lying. What you can do with it. How you well, maneuver I, it. I, you know, I can you know? do something. I can do something. Yeah. Also, I, you know, I I am joking. The thing is, for me, I'm noticing on the podcast. If I poke fun at myself, I can poke fun at other people too. True. Right. So if I say that I have a micro penis. Which, which may or may not be true. Who knows? Who knows? Subscribe to his OnlyFans to find <laughs> out. <laughs> Who fucking knows? What is this? This is a pina colada. Pina colada. Ooh, yeah. Okay, we'll see about this. Um, then I can then then I can poke fun at other people. I think, right? I I, I completely am with that. I'm completely. Or with no. That. No, yeah, because it, as long as you cut, it's it's like disarming. How does that work? It's like disarming when you when you start with by with like some self-deprecating humor. Yeah. You know, then you then you kind of make everyone realize that everything is kind of in good fun. If you were to not, if you were to leave yourself out and you only insulted other people, yeah. then it would kind of feel a little more mean. Totally, you know. Totally, totally. totally. But if you kind yeah. of just make poke fun at yourself, yeah. then you re- then everyone realizes like, okay, this guy doesn't take himself that seriously. But when I you say know, black so I people take are it that exactly, but right. when I say black people are lazy inherently, uh-huh. and. I have a micro penis. Then I'm fine. After yeah, that, then yeah. I can make fun of everybody else. Well, see, that's also the thing. None you of those are true. None can... of those are true. <laughs> not true. Not true. Not true. We don't. Black people. We work. We have to work harder than. Uh, I actually condone that's stereotypes. True. I actually, condone... I do condone stereotypes. Do condone? They're here for a reason. No, for sure. I, mean, I condone it only purely from a humor standpoint. You know, I wouldn't. But say... you don't think they're true. There's definitely true. See, the thing is, they're not born out of nothing. They're not born out of nothing. I will say that. They're based yeah. in something, yeah. right? Yeah. But that does, that's not to say that everyone, like, that's not to say, because, yeah, maybe, like, a major, like, maybe, like, the median or, like, the average could be like that, but that doesn't mean that everyone is, right? Right. So you can't generalize an entire race. Like, for example, like, you know, I'll say, like, Persians are very materialistic, you know? Yeah. They love, like designer shit, totally you know they love like mercedes yeah. bmw yeah. like all yeah. Audi, but that's true all that kind of that is true you know <laughs> that is true. It's so true so that stereotype is based yeah. in fact but let but then you have <coughs> but then you have like the anomalies like me where like i'm not into any of that kind of stuff at all you know i use i i as a kid i loved bmws i loved mercedes and all this kind of, I, I don't swear need to, to god have it. i don't the, need the to have first it. million dollar check this guy gets 
<laughs> it's going straight to. <laughs> no, well, you are gonna get a, a nicer car. Let's oh, keep it be... real. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's thank you. Real. So let's what do you mean? Let's be real. But and I you would... will buy a prop. I mean, I don't know what you'll do with your money, but you already own your place. So fuck what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, maybe I'll get a new place and I'll just rent this one out. You gotta always there rent you go. investment property. It's all about yeah. investment property. Your pops does that, huh? Or no? Yeah, yeah, he does. Smart guy. Fucking smart guy. I know. I God. wish I, I wish I was as smart with my money as he was. Can I um, do another honesty hour? Sure. Or honesty minute? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had a couple rich friends. You know, the first time I ever met anybody rich, can I be mm-hmm. honest with you? Sure. Was at Osha. Oh, really? Who was? Because I'm can, from can you name Chino. Names? Yeah, Alex Menafar. I love that guy. I don't know if I to ever this met day. Him. Well, his dad is commercial real estate Persian guy. Oh, really? Um, beautiful family. Like, uh-huh. like amazing family. I would go to his where house they, where they live, Laguna Niguel, in a given oh, neighborhood. Oh, nice, nice. Their neighbor, like their neighbor, not even like neighbors. Mm-hmm. The person who lived next, right next door. door to them was the owner of Tilly's. Oh wow! Like his dad. Wow, was this a was a balling neighborhood. Yeah, they had it was, a ball it, it was insane. It was insane. Absolutely, wow. absolutely insane. That's um, nuts. And I would go to their house, and. I'm sure his parents are smart. They they could tell that I didn't come from the type of wealth that they do. Mm-hmm. But they were so sweet to me, always. Um, his mom would make dinner, you know, or the house or the maid would do it. Um, oh, they had they had a, like a live-in oh maid or something. It was it, it was a twelve thousand square foot mansion Jeez. in Laguna Niguel. It was r- ridiculous. It's probably to this day one of the nicest houses I've ever. You know, I mean, Laguna Niguel has some crazy houses. It might be eight thousand. I mean, but still, it, it was over like, five thousand square feet. It was a beautiful. How many bedrooms beautiful. do you know? At least nine. Ooh. Yeah, and they had a crazy like like uh, man cave. That, oh wow! That we, me, him, and his brother would go in and just watch movies, play video games. Did they have like an elevator in this house? No, they didn't. But the, but uh, an, my other friend who lived in that neighborhood from OSHA, Sabrina, I forget her last name, did have an elevator. Mm. Her dad flexed more. I think Alex Minifar's parents had more money. But her dad flexed more. That's neither here nor there. But what what was so interesting to me, I would go to their house and they were so sweet and you know, um, and a loving house. A lot of wealth like that sometimes mm-hmm. you don't feel. Yeah, the yeah, love. like 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 absentee parents. Yeah, yeah, like raised Just by the love. nanny. And they were older, so uh-huh. they had kids who were older, and these were their younger, their youngest oh, kids. Oh, gotcha. Oh, so he yeah. had even more siblings. Correct. Than oh, okay. I believe he had two older brothers. For, I believe from his dad's first marriage. Oh, okay. So maybe I'm sorry, they're, they're, sorry, Alex. Like, I probably should have said that. Sorry. Uh, I mean, no, maybe, I mean uh, it's, it's not necessarily like a bad thing. Like, bad people, thing? yeah, people get people have. Uh, okay. I I have many friends who have like half siblings. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. No, that's just that's a normal thing. And um, um I remember like. Asking my dad or my mom, I think actually my mom was in rehab at that point. God, I've had a life. Oh wow! Um, asking my dad to pick me up down the street because his car was so shitty compared to everybody else's. I didn't. Oh, not, you were embarrassed. I was so embarrassed, and to this day I feel bad that I was. That you were like that you. Yeah, it's that, like that's still my pops. Who fucking cares? That's my pops, you know, and he never did it. Oh, he just, he's no, he's like, oh, fuck okay. you. Yeah. You're my son. I'm yeah, gonna pick you up where I want to pick you up. But it embarrassed me. No, but see, that's and, a that's you your know, teenage mind. I had to make that's up an ex- teen- I would, like make up excuse like, oh my dad's car is in the shop, or mm-hmm. he's got an Audi, or like you know a Lexus. I was like, 
Fuck, dude. As if those are bad cars. No. Oh, oh, you were saying... Oh, I'm what, saying what was his pull, actual what, car what was, was in the shop, like a Mitsubishi uh, Gallant. Oh. All see, white, 99, rusted. But see, who cares? You know, that's... Know. A, only a teenager cares that much. His parents had beautiful cars. They had yeah. the brand but, new everything. Range Rover. Of course, but that's just... You know, it's a different household, different different you know. career, different career path, different financial So what status. I'm thinking is my parents fucked up. No, seriously, that's what I'm thinking. My parents fucked up, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. My parents didn't kill it like yours. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. See, but that may not necessarily be. But that's any pussy of me too. Own. Yeah, and that the, there's no reason. Yes, it is you, pussy of me. The, the tell reason, yeah, totally. There, I, I will tell you straight up. There's no reason for you to think that because they still, they still raised you. They still took care of you. These are all, you know, these very ba- these things that we regard as basic things in life are no small thing, in my opinion. You know, and then they got a nice car later in life, but because at the time, you could have been in nice. any other kind of position, but you were still like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, from what you've told me, sure, you know, you still were you you were given a decent upbringing. Yeah, you know, it, and a, and it you could had, have been worse. Yeah. It could always be worse. Imagine you were orphaned. You know? <clears throat> exactly. Right. I wasn't orphaned. My parents weren't, you know, um, it wasn't poverty level. We just were middle class. And, and everybody it's at OSHA it's was upper middle Orange class. County. It's also tough in places like Orange County, too, where everyone's so all about status, you know? And I say this coming from a person whose family was like, decently well off sure you know what i mean obviously not to that level where it's like you know some crazy huge mansion but like i we we lived in we we were (coughs) in comfort you know what i mean and even then i still felt kind of weird about it and what's funny is my parents despite like they were more about like they were more about spending on a thing like the house rather than cars you know, my dad is a very practical guy, so he was never the kind of person to flex with his cars. You know, he always liked Nissans. He always liked Lexus, like at most Lexus. I think like now that he got older, he was he was like, oh, well, I don't want to pay for gas or whatever. So he got a Tesla, you know, now that he's old, <laughs> now that he he's older, he, he, he figured, you know, he might as well splurge a little bit. Why not? Right. I was like, you've earned it, Dad. You're over seventy. Of course Screw he it. Has. Of course he has. But that's awesome. But I always, I always kind of liked. But the, the house was nice, huh? Growing yeah, yeah, up? yeah. And, and you know, I actually think that's the mo- <coughs> more important thing. That's the more important thing. If anything, if there's anything to put your money into, it's a house because that'll increase in value, yeah. right? You know, and and at, le- at the end of the day, that's what you're living in. You're not gonna live in your car. No. You right? spend a lot of time in it. You spend a lot of time in your car. But, but that's yeah. mostly just to show yeah. off. And it you depreciates, know, you pull, like you said. Yeah, you want to pull up in like, you know, a Lambo. Yeah, I guess it looks sick because everyone's looking at you. But at the end of the day, that car is costing you an arm and leg, arm and a leg in maintenance. It's inconvenient to have, you know, because you can't. I've go, said you, this before. I think majority of the things that guys do are for pussy. Oh, for sure. It's for females. Oh yeah. So those are all men to attract the. I'm thinking sex. in my head right now. The guy who pulls up in a Lamborghini at the club mm-hmm. probably is going to get more pussy. 
Well, then yeah, the guy who pulls up that's in, gonna the, turn, that's in gonna the Prius. That's going to turn all the heads. Even if the guy who's got the Lambo lives in an apartment, and the guy who's got the Prius lives in like owns his own home. Yeah, for sure. No, you're, First you're, impressions. You're absolutely First right. First impressions. You're absolutely right. Plus, the guy who comes out of the Lambo may not even be as attractive as the Prius guy, but he's going to get automatically he automatically has an advantage because people see that and they're like oh wow what what does this guy do yeah. you know especially girls i mean especially like the the shallow ones that's that who are we're like, trying to attract yeah yeah the shallow ones are the sexiest yeah right let's keep it real let's who be are real we kidding? everyone the let's shallowest real, women are the most beautiful and not even beautiful like sexiest like you it's true because they take care of themselves more, oh my God. right because they're shallow yeah they're shallow so they're all about appearance exactly <laughs> but yeah anyway we've been going so. for an hour and 45 I know this is this has been a good one it's amazing you want to sign yeah. off and get to the field yeah we should because we've got plenty of material oh, to work with here so how, how, do, how should we wrap this up Before, wrap it up by saying that we know nothing okay. and everything all at the same time I like that that's good enough for me because I fully agree with that I know nothing but you know everything no. And that's why it's brilliant. Goodbye. I- <laughs>